everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 83, which begins with Kit standing in Mimi's room. Mm-hmm. She's just entered Mimi's room, and it goes just until just after Pop says, hey, Mimi, and she says, hey, but before she gets, like, before she starts to stand up. So Kit is standing in Mimi's doorway. Mm-hmm. Just kind of being, she like holds up the flowers, kind of, and yeah. like kind of waves them around, kind of self-deprecatingly, like I brought you I flowers. I brought you these how, dumb flowers. How stupid is that? I know it can't make anything better. Right. And Mimi says, "Did you see how fast he went down?" Yeah. She says that's because you threw your whole body into that punch, like I taught you. You did really good. Which is such a lovely thing to say, but I have a question. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Mimi booking it for the stairs when that happened? She was. So how but does she I'm know one... how she did it? I assume she heard it. Okay. Because I had okay. the same thought. I was like, maybe she maybe she waited until Kit threw the punch and then she turned and ran. Yeah. But I think she turned and ran kind of at the same time that the punch was happening. Yeah, because I, like, I went back and checked my notes and I was like, the the, the she pun- uh, Kit punches Mimi just like... Kit punches Dylan just like Mimi taught her. <laughs> that would be a different movie. <laughs> um, is right above the um, Mimi breaks for the stairs. Like, I don't know. I, I think as Kit, I think they happen at the same time. I think that as Kit is throwing that left hook, yeah, we see over her shoulder Mimi turning to head for the stairs. Right, right. So... I assume that Mimi kind of saw it out of the corner of her eye and heard Dylan's reaction. I didn't think he hit the ground. Right. I thought he just kind of, like, his head went, yeah, like, kind of snapped to the side, and he, like, you know, turned with the force of it. I didn't think he hit the ground, but, you know, I also didn't think Mimi saw it happen, so So, who knows? Mimi could be wrong, too. Did you see how fast he went down? No, he... He didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. Yes, Mimi, anything yes. you say. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. My next note is, it's not fair for Mimi to have to comfort Kit. I, that was the next thing I was going to say. Yeah. Mimi, I mean, that like, it's very sweet that Mimi's mm-hmm. like, hey, that was a good punch you threw. Yeah. But Mimi should not be having to comfort Kit right now. Now, I do think that Kit deserves comfort. Sure. Because she didn't, it wasn't, it's not her, none of this is her fault. Like, exactly. I feel like she's beating herself up in a way that is, uh, she needs to be told it's not her fault. Mm-hmm. But Mimi is not the one that needs to do that. Yeah. And I don't, and, but, or, and it's possible that Mimi is the only one that can do that to have Kit believe her, though. So, like, it's kind of a complicated situation. True. And also, Lucy and Ben aren't there. Right. But, right. Like, there isn't anybody else around who can do this mimi was the only one who was there for the revelation that dylan is cheating the revelation that dylan was the father of the baby and therefore the person who assaulted mimi like i think it makes sense why it's mimi and i think that it's it's in character yes for mimi to you know as has been the case the whole movie, Mimi is the one who is kind of 
moving everyone else's story along. Right. Kind of at the expense of her own. Right. Like in this moment where if anybody should be the one receiving comfort, it's the girl in the hospital bed who just lost her baby. Yes, absolutely. Not that Kit absolutely. doesn't deserve it, but this is not the time for Kit. There's, I, I'm sure you've heard of this too, but like there's like a circle of comfort mm-hmm. situation yeah. where like the person that is like suffering yeah, I, I've I've heard about it mostly when it comes to like cancer, like chronic yeah. diseases or whatever. But like, the person who's suffering should not be responsible for comforting the people taking care of them, and the people taking care of them should not be responsible. Like, it's it's supposed to go out in terms of like social connection. So right. like, you're supposed to care for the people within your circle and stuff. Right. And I feel like this is a situation where where Kit is like, I need you to care for me, even though. It's you that is the one that has suffered more and stuff. I don't see. I don't think that it's Kit needing that. I think because I think, you know, we saw in the last minute that she is walking down the hallway and kind of stops, turns back, looks at the flowers like she's second guessing everything that she's doing. Right. It's one of those like, how do I the person who is who brought Mimi into that situation. Right. And who is close to the person who hurt her. How, right. What right do I have to be going in there? But also, okay. she's my friend. And so she walks right. in and she's like, I've got these flowers. I know flowers don't do anything. Right. And then she starts to lose it because she's lost her fiance. Yeah. Because he cheated on her and raped her friend. <laughs> and now right. she's watching her friend hurting. Right. So, like, I understand why Kit is upset and i think that she recognizes that she is not the person who should be comforting mimi she should be apologizing to mimi for putting mimi in that situation right i I even though overall the situation is not her fault i think you're right i think that i don't think that kit walked in like mimi make this okay i don't think she did that at all. no yeah no um and i think that mimi doing that is above and beyond agree what what should be expected of her. And I think it's all good. Like, I don't think there's any like bad behavior or bad expectations in this, in this scene. No, no. And it just, it it is just another case of the script, not giving Mimi what Mimi deserves. Right. I think there's an interesting, so then Kit climbs into the hospital bed um, Mm -hmm. and Mimi holds her and it's a very motherly thing. Yep. And I think that that line of you have us now or yeah. well, you have us or whatever resonated with me because it seems sort of like Mimi is being motherly to Kit. It's a weird dynamic with this group yeah. because you look at this group and you think, well, clearly Lucy is the group mom. Right. She's got the calculator in her purse. She's probably got the hand sanitizer and, you right. know, she she's the one doing the math to make sure they have enough money and she's going to be the one saying, no, you can't have chips. We can't afford for you to have chips. Right. But when you look at the way they're all behaving, Mimi is hands down the most caring and giving of all of them. Mm -hmm. Mimi would have been such a good mom. Yep. She is completely right about that assessment of herself. Yeah. Like she would have been a fun mom. Yep. She'd have been one of those moms who's like, you know what? Let's have chocolate ice cream for dinner. Right. Like just on like a random Wednesday night. You know what? We're having ice cream for dinner. I think I think they all have maternal qualities, which is interesting. Yeah. 
Because, like, I think Kit is the mom that's like, oh, honey, that outfit is not right for this situation. Let's fix you up. Right. Like, it, it's sort of like a, like, almost like a stage mom or like a pageant mom sort of yeah. situation. Um, I feel weird. I don't know. I don't know if this needs breaking down or whatever, but, like, it's weird to put those maternal, that maternal cloak on these teenagers yeah. And I feel like society does that to girls of their age yeah. really frequently. And it's not great. Yeah. It makes girls grow up way too fast. But it feels like the movie is pushing us towards that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's intentionally doing that. Yeah. But it definitely does, when you break it down minute by minute. Yeah. It, do- it does have that vibe. Yeah. So, Yeah. So Kit starts to cry. Mm-hmm. Mimi says she says she's sorry, and Mimi says it's not your fault. Yeah, which is exactly what you needed to hear. Um, what did I write? I think I tried to write indeterminate amount uh-huh. of time later, but what my note says, thanks autocorrect, is I test her image amount of time later. Oh, no, that's a specific amount of time. You the must have I, the clued eye into tester the... tester image amount? Oh, yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. Autocorrect is smarter than me. One eye tester image amount later. Yeah, I just, I, weird. Um, but they're all leaving <laughs> the hospital. I wrote, um, Kit isn't wearing a shirt with a cat on it. And I wrote, Kitty Cat is over? Pa- I, yeah, she is. So, that's that's what I took from that. I would have to go back and watch each scene with with Kit in it to see if she always wore one or if I just picked up on something that she sometimes did. She doesn't <laughs> because for most of the, from the gas station through um, standing on the, the butte yelling, uh-huh. she was wearing yeah. like a purple tank top. I'm sorry, a purple tube top. Right. And there's no cat on it. Dang it. All right. But because Lucy was wearing her, her cat right. shirt, maybe. The cat was represented. Yes. <laughs> um, so an indeterminate amount of time later, all of the girls are leaving the hospital. Yep. Mimi is in a wheelchair. Lucy is pushing it. There is no nurse. Right. Which seems weird. Yep. Usually the nurse has to push the wheelchair. They don't let the other, per- like, they don't let the person with you push the wheelchair. Right. And it's certainly not your dumb team friends. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I have Papa's waiting with the cab. Yeah. Uh, I assume it's a cab because it's a yellow door, but it is the early 2000s, so maybe it's a yellow car. I'm guessing it's a cab. It looks like a cab. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that Pop would have rented a car that looks like a cab. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but... Maybe. He's not not in LA. Actually, a really amazing and whimsical guy. It's just not in this movie. (laughs) I feel like renting a car in LA does not make as much sense as getting a cab. The weirdly the the pop spinoff movie Pop's Big Week while Lucy's away was was a romp and roaring good time. I don't know. He had parties. He oh uh, good for Pop. Yeah, he told people how they felt about the parties. You're having fun. Yeah, we are having fun, Pop. <laughs> Please don't call me that. My name is Pete. Um, yeah. Anyways, we have social media. We sure do. Uh, we are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min. I am individually on Twitter at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. 
we are on the scavengers network and we're always very happy that they have taken us on in all our silliness uh they have a website which is scavengersnetwork.com which is beautiful mm-hmm. and uh lovely easy to navigate and it makes you feel like kind of a better person once you go there absolutely and if you don't if you go there and you don't feel like a better person you just didn't spend enough time there it's true so spend lots of time there uh, uh, they're going to get in a car, I guess. Yep. Wow, that and... was a weird yup. Kind of just sounded <laughs> like it made a noise. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, yup. <laughs> uh, but until then, hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content.